0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: Hello, you're listening to Receipts. I'm Jenny and I'm here with producer Andrew. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm back in New York finally. I can't believe it.
2: Oh my god is amazing it's such a nice little setup that you have behind you
1: i love my sweet apartment it's so cute i keep like I, all i do is text jeffrey every day i love my apartment
2: yeah. my cute little
1: space and i'm just adding new things to it every day now that i'm here
2: what are you adding
1: like plants mostly i'd like to be the mom to a lot of plants yeah. i left a money tree away, like, I left it here when I went away for five months, almost six, I've been gone, and I came back thinking that the money tree would be deceased, like, would be dead, there is no way, and she's beautiful. She grew so tall, and she's, like, the little miracle money tree. It's amazing.
2: Okay, I only know money trees to exist in Animal, animal Crossing, so I don't know okay. what talking about. <laughs>
1: um, unlike Animal Crossing, it doesn't actually give me coins, but... Yeah. Yeah, but Wait, it's apparently the, good luck. It's oh. supposed to be good luck if you have a healthy money tree, so I can only assume it's bad luck if it's dead. So I'm really happy that oh, it's true.
2: This is major for you. She's it's huge. Thriving, yeah. It's
1: driving. <laughs> I'm just like, it's a good sign for things yeah. to come, I think.
2: And, and are you working again? Are you, like, looking for jobs now uh, that...
1: I'm like, i am still doing all the remote producing work that I was doing. Yeah. Which is all kind of low key right now. And then no comedy work to speak of. So yeah. we love that. Hard to say whether I'm a comedian <laughs> Sorry for anymore. Me, uh,
2: but I know that you are <laughs> excited to come back for that sole purpose.
1: Yeah. Well, I did actually I got a self tape for I don't want to jinx it, but I got a self tape for a major fast food chain. And yeah. someday I hope more major than Burger King well as major as Burger King and I would love to be the face of both
2: wow (laughs) (laughs) playing both teams I love it yeah
1: we just you know there are no enemies here we're all friends
2: yeah exactly had to choose like a a fast food rest what would it be this is Uh, I'm scared
1: to say this just because I would like to be hireable by everyone but I really like Wendy's chili in a weird way. It makes me think I'm a child again, and I know that's a really heinous choice, but that's my choice.
2: Because that that was the that was the meal that someone found a finger in. Is it? Yes. No. Do you not recall this?
1: I do yeah. not recall, but maybe I've someone... blocked it from memory because I want to still be able to eat it.
2: Wait, does our does our guest recall this <laughs> having there was like a whole thing about like the, the someone finding a finger in their chili at Wendy's.
1: <laughs> Elise is nodding. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm supposed to talk. It's okay,
2: <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can let us know. someone to you, agree we, with me there. I
1: remember this. Okay. Yeah. We need
3: someone to back up Andrew right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure, I was like, I, don't, I haven't properly like really come into the picture yet, so, no. but I remember this. I
2: didn't want to think this was like a fever dream that I had, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh
1: my goodness I'm scared now
2: it yeah, tastes you're, you're gonna be the, so fin- good. the fingerless chili or fingered chili I don't know yeah, I don't like fingered chili <laughs> Fingered chili
1: it, it tastes so good and maybe that means I'm a cannibal potentially, <laughs> potentially.
2: on the record yeah
1: uh, yeah it's literally on the record <laughs> um Andrew how are you just
2: uh doing fine yeah um I finally met up with, uh, this, I, I met up with this, like, older gentleman a week before quarantine, uh, mm. who was very persistent the past few months, saying, like, why won't you hang out with me? Why won't you hang out with me? And I'm like, Dan, I don't want to say his name, actually. You can bleep it. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You
1: personally can bleep <laughs> I, it. <laughs> I like,
2: do that. Um, uh, like I, it is a pandemic, and I don't want to meet up with anybody. Don't take it personally, uh, and so uh, I finally met up with him for brunch today. Oh, um, cute! And and it was he likes to talk. It just okay. Like, sitting there, I, I I took a video of myself uh, right underneath the table, <laughs> like just like nodding and saying, "Uh huh, yeah," just like for like a straight like three minutes, just
1: while he was chatting.
2: He that's, just, like, it was wild seeing, like, the amount of food that just, like, disappeared on my plate that remained is <laughs> his, <lunches>, you know? <laughs> eating because he was talking the entire time. Yes.
1: There's no better way to prove that you're a millennial to the older gentleman than by filming yourself under the table <laughs> while you're on a date.
2: Like, literally, yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Fortunately, that's not the first time that I've, like, done that too like it's like it's just wild just like some people just love to talk you know they buy you drinks and it's just like we want someone to converse with
1: was that so was that kind of the deal with this guy like
2: it was it was a it was a nice it was a nice brunch Um, I saw a menu it was pretty pricey okay Uh, um, and it was it was nice Uh, it was the first time that I've actually eaten on the Manhattan sidewalk. Uh,
0: wow,
1: yeah, yeah, like real restaurant experience.
2: Yeah, and so, like, he thought, like, he brought it up a number of times in that experience where he was like, wow, I can't believe that I'm the first person to, like, take you out. Um, <laughs> He's he like, yeah, Dan.
1: <laughs> Huge.
2: I'll-, <for> you. <laughs> yeah. I'll make
1: you a certificate. Here's a trophy, babe.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, and so it was. it was interesting. It was okay. Will you,
1: will you go on another date with him again?
2: Yeah, and I was like, "Why not? Right? All I, right. I got to do is just be ears."
1: Yes, that's only really? one part of your body.
2: I know. I know. And- <laughs> He's looking at every other part the entire time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disgusting.
1: So, <laughs> is it like? Would you say this is like a sugar baby moment or no?
2: I, he did, he did ask me the question. I was caught off guard. He was like, are you financially stable? And I was like, in the moment, honest answer, I'm fine. Okay. Like, um. It's nice
1: that you were honest. (laughs) (laughs) Because you could have said no.
2: (laughs) I know. And it's like, but like, he knows I'm in Chelsea. I'm fine. I'm okay. Uh, It's not like I'm, I don't know. So he asked me, he's like, "Are you financially stable?" And I was like, "Okay, I'm okay." And then the second after, I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I really could have milked this, you know. Yeah. Um, you
1: could uh, have left <laughs> with a
2: <the> check. Yeah, <laughs> the I, I, Venmo. I'm just like, okay. He literally, he literally works for Venmo. It's like it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not. It's it's not. Uh, it's not alien to him to uh, to go right. on that app. Send you yeah. a little Venmo. So. Uh, Pay you for
1: brunch that he paid for.
2: Exactly, yeah, I know. Um, and he asked me how I was getting home. And I, I miss all these cues, but it was a great learning experience. I right. said I was walking, you know. Uh, I, I really could have milked this a lot better, but he invited me out. He said he was looking forward to hanging out again. And now I will know that the next time I hang out, I will have these responses curated.
1: Right. Ready to go. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. I was maybe going to take a car.
2: Fuck. Uh,
1: <laughs> Fuck. <Yeah. laughs> okay. I love uh, it. We're growing. We're learning.
2: Exactly. We're
1: driving like our little money trees right now. Yeah,
2: for sure. These money trees included.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These things. Um, yeah. Well, I'm so excited about our guest. You've already heard her voice a little bit. You got to <laughs> sneak <a> peek. <laughs> She uh, remembers the Wendy's finger scandal, she's also the host of a very fun podcast on National Lampoon's network, The Roast of Your Teenage Self, and Mm -hmm. she's on TV in a cartoon called Tuning Out the News, and she writes and hosts for Betches, what doesn't she do? Wow! Please welcome Elise Morales. (laughs) Hello, hello, Hello. I'm still here,
3: (laughs) I'm thrilled to be here. (laughs) What if you had left?
1: You're like, (laughs) I can't (laughs) take it anymore.
3: anymore. Oh, I thought that was my part. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: said the thing that I remembered and now I'm gone. (laughs) I would have died. That would have been very funny. (laughs) But I'm so happy you stayed. So happy. I'm happy to be here. How are you?
3: Oh, you know, trucking along here. Just moved to a new apartment. So been uh, slowly but surely getting that all set up. I'm actually coming at you from the least, set up room which is why yeah. there's just sort of a table <laughs> of miscellaneous junk behind me
1: <laughs> it does look like it could live in the halloween town like sock man uh yeah residence i don't know if that's a deep cut i don't know if people remember i know this. exactly
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i do have a question what is this this handle that is all the way to your right what is mm. that
3: What is the The handle? handle, It's to our new vacuum. And let me tell you that our old vacuum was snatched, snatched right up as we were moving into our truck. We left it unattended for a moment and somebody snatched up our vacuum. Stole your vacuum while you were moving? While in the middle of our move, someone, they must have done it so fast. It was crazy. That (laughs) is crazy. I can't believe it. Someone just was like passing by. was like, ooh, vacuum. They really, it must have been truly a split second decision that they made. They were like, I have one shot to get this vacuum.
0: (laughs) Uh
3: (laughs) And they took it and they got it. Yes. We didn't, we were none the wiser until later. Danny was like, where's the vacuum? And we realized it was mm. never it never came with us because it was removed from the front porch. Nothing,
2: nothing else was taken, it was just the vacuum. Only
1: the vacuum. Wow. <laughs> it was uh, a clean freak and thief all over. Yeah, of
3: it. I um honestly if they were going to take one thing, I'm glad that they took the vacuum. <laughs> yep. it, if it had been a box of like random items where we were like, fuck, I don't even know what's in that box. We're going to be figuring out for months the extent yeah right (laughs) Right. it was just they snatched the vacuum we were like the vacuum is gone we'll get a new vacuum
1: right and then you can upgrade the vacuum and we did right and we did
3: and that's kind of a gift it's almost a gift to you and that's why it has this beautiful artistic handle that Mm -hmm. you can see nice
2: handle
1: (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) beautiful handle what was the reason for the move You know, we had
3: been stuck in our very small one bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. um, that had no outdoor space and just like numerous other issues that were fine when we were just coming and going normally. But once quarantine happened and we were stuck there all the time, it just became harder and harder to stay. And then basically like our landlord's gave us the opportunity to upgrade to another building Ooh. that they owned. And they were like, we, but I think, honestly, there's a housing crisis that's okay. happening right now. People mm-hmm. can't pay rent. So they were like, if we can upgrade some units, we'll do that. So we were able to just move to another building that my landlord had and get a two bedroom that has some outdoor space and all that stuff without having to like, put down first blast security like all yeah. of that just moved right over so it was very fortuitous and now we're in a much better situation and we have a grill and we can grill oh, on our little a grill balcony and it's this great. is so cute and so like, homey it's it needed to happen because truly being in our apartment all day every day like we were gonna kill each other
1: And I think that's a great segue to yeah. (laughs) So Danny is your fiance. Am I saying that right for fiance Fiance? for a man? Fiance. Fiance. Is it different for men and women? I feel like it's an answer. I
3: think it's spelled different. I think one has two e's and one has one e, but I don't know if you say it differently. Okay.
2: True. I had no idea. Really? Ah, Yeah.
1: I think so. I think you know because historically we love to delineate between men and women. We love that. It's important to know. Yeah, we love to gender everything, so I think there's a difference for fiancé and fiance mm-hmm. fiance, Mm-hmm. Fiancé, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> there's
3: something. I think if we were French, we would be saying it differently. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Okay, so he's your fiancé who My you friend. almost murdered because of quarantine.
3: Yes. I think that I, I saw I saw a thing that said like after the lockdown in Wuhan and stuff, like the divorce rate in China went up. And like I believe it. We were just not set up for being stuck in our apartment and having to it, We were stuck in basically a two-room apartment. We had our bedroom and then we had like a living room, kitchen, catch mm-hmm. all area. And we were constantly switching between the two because he would have a call, or like I'm doing um, these voiceover animations, so it's like I have to be sequestered in our bedroom. We were just—it was too much, mm-hmm. and we were just at each other's throats constantly. The temperature wasn't right because the entire apartment was cooled down by one window unit that was oh, constantly no. breaking. We were just like, we can't stay here for the summer. It's not going to happen.
1: And then the you relationship
3: left. would end.
1: I love that you got out of there. We preserved. Got- the engagement
3: (laughs) we we did get out to preserve the engagement and it is funny like the moment that we moved to the new apartment we started fighting so much less and the tension was completely removed and we were like oh thank god we didn't make any rash decisions when we were back in our hell apartment turns out (laughs) we were actually being affected by our environment and I actually do still enjoy your company. So.
1: That's great. <laughs> yeah.
3: It was once like it was all done and we were settled and that happened and we realized that a lot of the problems were like situational, like and environmental, it was actually nice to be like, mm-hmm. oh thank God. Okay. Cause we've put a lot of money down on a venue already. <laughs> There are some non-refundable deposits that have been put down.
1: <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh my god! That is it so stressful to not like to have planned a wedding and not know when it's going to be. It's so luckily for us, mm. Danny
3: and I got engaged last August, and we set our date for August of 2021.
1: Okay. So yeah, that's a long
3: time. Of right now, yeah. our wedding is going ahead as planned with the caveat that we don't know if anything's going
1: right (laughs) right
3: so it's been very weird because we've had this date that the whole time because people obviously were checking in on us and being like are you guys okay is your wedding going to be affected which is really nice and we'll tell people our date you know august 2021 and people are like oh you're fine and every time and they're still saying that but the more months that everything progresses, the more people are like, I'm sure you'll be fine. And uh, but I mean, even if not, like <laughs> yeah. the caveats yeah. have started to flow in more of people being like, Well, I guess maybe we could still be doing this in August of 2021. I
2: don't know. Yeah, That's hard what we put on to our
3: way.
1: <laughs>
2: We're hope-
3: hoping that COVID will be a distant memory by August of 2021, but if not check back to the website blah 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 blah.
1: yeah i mean august 2021 is a better situation than all the people who are 2020 weddings no weddings 2020 yeah it was it's funny because we had
3: kind of basically like the way it works to book your venue is you want to if you're trying to save a little money which Mm -hmm. we are you want to be technically in the like off peak months
1: okay so not a spring summer wedding. Yes. Or the later, later half of summer, like
3: September and October are peak months. They're going to be higher. And then like May and June are going to be also high. Mm -hmm. So we are having our wedding the very last weekend in August before Labor Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And Labor Day weekend, the price jumps up by like $10,000. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) National holiday. Great time to get married. So
3: we were like bumping around with dates and we were like, should we do fall of 2020, like late October where technically like it's the first weekend of mm-hmm. not being peak season or should we just wait and do it in summer of 2021? And we opted to do it in summer of 2021 and it saved us. Yeah. Because if we great. had it for this October, like no
1: way. Yeah. No. People way. are already – the wedding that I was going to this October is already canceled, so. My um, – Jeffrey, my boyfriend's mm-hmm. uh, brother, is getting married, too, but his wedding was going to be November. Not anymore. And then they moved it to March 2021, and they're like, mm, actually, we're not going to keep that date either, so. Yeah. Yeah, I know people who were supposed to have
3: it in April of this year and moved it to the fall, and they're like, shit, so they're just like keeping that date and having a really small thing and being like whatever our wedding's just not gonna happen as planned which it's definitely I mean it's weird because I'm still in the stage where I am able to plan mine but I'm also like hyper aware of like well all of this stuff might not happen and like we we had done, right before all of this, we had done all of our catering tastings, which is like mm-hmm. the best part
2: of planning right. a
1: wedding. Oh my God, so many fun food.
3: Oh yeah, you just go and like a chef, you just go to like a chef's little studio and they prepare a gorgeous meal for you Um Yum. and like feed you alcohol and try to charm you.
1: <laughs> yep. And you're like, yes, I want to flirt with the chef. Thank <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> they feed you
3: so much. And so- we had come up with this whole menu and now we're like, and it was like going to be a buffet style stuff. And we're like, I don't know if buffet style is a thing anymore. I don't know.
1: I don't know what. Buffets are tough. I might not feel comfortable going to a buffet again in a long time. We're changing
3: probably the whole, we're we're probably going to have to do plated just because I don't think people are going to be in a buffet state of mind (laughs) where we are
1: vaccine wise. And I used to like hot food bars at like cellies and stuff. I would get a hot food bar, but I think probably never again. I
3: was, we were all in for like stations and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff. Like that's how we were going to do the whole thing. And so that's definitely like back to the drawing board. And then the hardest thing has been finding a time to go get the dress yeah my mom and my sister were going to come back into town they lived it they live in texas at the moment and we had to cancel the whole trip we had to cancel mm-hmm. the appointments and then it's just
1: hard to figure out
3: when they would be able to come here to do right? it and so i might have to do the shopping
1: without them it would just no like i know that's I sad know. though because that's probably the most fun part to have I know, you and with you I had never
3: imagined that I would do that shopping trip without them, but it's getting to the point where like to coordinate getting them from Texas to New York mm-hmm. is like, and then to, do, they would have to like stay for two weeks. And then we do all these trips and it's right. It's like, it's really tough. So it's definitely been, the
1: planning process has been different. <laughs>
3: yes. than I imagined.
1: Very extended. Yes. And a lot of what ifs, we don't know. Yes. And we had
3: planned so much so early and it was like we were like a year and a half out from the wedding and had venue everything booked and all these people were they were always telling us like, oh my God, you're so far ahead. You're going to be able to relax all this stuff. And then as soon as the pandemic happened, there was like two months of doing nothing. And then we reconnected with like our caterer and our wedding planner and stuff and they were like, oh yeah, you actually have to book everything because everyone's rebooking for 2021 and your date is booked at every single place and like you anything that could possibly be booked up is do, is done now. So you got to like get your hotel blocks, you have to get your hair, your makeup, all of it now because all of the 2020 weddings are rebooking for 2021. That's so scary. It's going to be
1: the Hunger Games of weddings in 2021. It literally
3: is. It's already already started. I emailed them and they're like, we're not available. And that was not happening. But before people were like, wait, 2021, you're crazy. Why are you calling us? And now they're
1: like, ha, (laughs) you fool, get in line. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're the last to email. Mm -hmm. You're dead in the water. That's so sad. It's It's hard. It's hard. But luckily, you still love Danny. That's true. That's luckily, true. you still love Danny and you guys are quarantined we're together. <laughs> we're happy in our apartment. We've got a cat. We're making it work. Aww. So, you sent the receipts yes. when uh, you were messaging on Facebook. I'd love to read those and talk a little bit about how you met.
3: Yes. So, these receipts are. Um, Danny and I had probably gone on two dates at this point and we were hanging out all the time. We had gone on like two very fancy dates, but we were also hanging out all the time and he was coming over and staying over and we were very like, I would say maybe two weeks or
1: so in Mm -hmm. and very into each other. And how did you meet each other in the first place?
3: We met at the Annoyance Theater Oh, in the New Annoyance! R.I.P. <laughs> annoyance New York. R.I.P. Annoyance New York. Um, just doing shows around there. We met and um, I'd been dating someone else for most of the time. We had known each other, but then um, become single like three or four months before. Okay. And just started seeing them around and I was like, I like like
1: a, uh, like a Midwestern boy, <laughs> <laughs> like an, a nice man.
3: Yeah. Like just where you're like, he has, he and his mom are close. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, cute. so he gave me, he was giving me that energy. And so, uh, we hooked up at, Artie Golapudi's birthday party. Shout out to
1: Artie.
3: Love her. Hope Always to have her on the
1: pod someday.
3: Important part of our origin story. We hooked up at her birthday party. Um, I had woke up with him in my home the next day. Mm-hmm. Couldn't exactly remember how he had gotten there, but, <laughs> which had never happened to me before. Okay. But I was like, okay, well, I'd been trying to make this happen for a while, so this is fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Accomplished there. (laughs) Right. And now you're engaged.
3: So I feel like that's so
1: honestly,
3: it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then we went on like a proper date. And then, so this these messages happened around two weeks later where Danny was operating with he had a flip phone, and then he had an iPhone 4 that he would connect to Wi-Fi sometimes, but it didn't have like a And why was he doing that? financial reasons what year was it this was 2016
2: actually yeah
3: yeah, it's a little late for the flip phone i think yeah i thought you know how sometimes straight guys will think that something makes them interesting when it just makes them annoying
1: (laughs) yeah i do know that so i Mm -hmm. think that's what it was right like brewing your own beer
3: I think he or, thought that it was like, "Oh, I don't need a, I don't need a smartphone. I've got a flip <laughs> the phone." But um, he ended up getting a smartphone because of this incident where uh, he and I had made plans to hang out. I wasn't going out; he was going to a birthday party. But I was like, "Come over after mm-hmm. you can stay here." That night, his phone randomly stopped sending or receiving messages. Okay. Uh, but gave notification to him that that had happened. So this led to basically 24 hours where we both thought we were ghosting
1: each other. <gasps> Horrifying.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I had texted him and I had been like, Hey, you know, not sure where you're at, but I'm going to bed. Oh, And was supposed I, to come over. I know because I thought he was going to come over and then he... I hear nothing. And then I woke up in the morning expecting to see a text that was like, oh, man, I was out and da da, da. nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> so I, I, I was like, this is crazy. So then I sent him another one that was like, hey, I missed you, but I fell asleep. And then I sent that one knowing like, okay, well, I can't send another text now. Because right. now I've double, You've double I've texted him and I have respect for myself. So I can't send another text after this. This is my last one. Hours go by, nothing. I hear nothing from him. Are you freaking out? Oh, I was freaking out because we had been talking every day and like texting a bunch. So it was not
1: normal at all. I would be inconsolable. I'd be like, okay, he hates me. It's over. I need to hide in my bed. I'm never coming out. That's absolutely what I thought. And I
3: just felt, I felt so dumb because I was like, I really was getting nice guy vibes from this dude. Like I was really, I, I was like, I really felt like this was going somewhere and I feel like a complete idiot if he was playing me. I went to improv practice, which I talk about in these texts. Okay, throwback. I improv my- practice. <laughs> Back to when, when there was improv, yep. um, theaters to do improv at and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was, I was on a team called Steakhouse at that time, and I told them before practice, which, for those who don't know, an improv practice is three hours long, mm-hmm. and it's
1: because someone decided that that's how long they have to be <laughs> Right. <laughs> and if you're not paid to be there, you are paying everyone you involved. You're paying. And you're paying by the hour. And yeah. it has to be
2: three hours. <laughs>
3: So anyway, I'm doing that, and I, I said before practice to my whole team, I was like, this guy's, like, Danny's ghosting me, mm. and it's really upsetting, and if he hasn't texted me by the end of this three-hour practice, like, I'm gonna be really sad and upset, and yeah. the end of this three-hour practice comes, not, not a word from him at all. So I, like, my friend Bailey remembers that I, like, took the train home with her, and I was like, I just can't believe... I know it's crazy to be this sad about someone not answering for a day, but like it is weird that he hasn't answered for a day and that he just disappeared. And it's, I'm like, did he meet someone at this party that he went to? Like, is his ex back in his life? Like, oh my god! Yeah, and I came home to the messages that I had just uh, that I sent you. Yeah, that were on my Facebook.
1: Okay, yeah, let's read them for our listeners. (laughs) <laughs> so first of all he's never
3: called me he starts out by saying yo what's up duder which oh. <laughs> <laughs> has never called me um, yo what's up duder I just realized that none of my outgoing texts have been sent and I'm not getting incoming texts either so if you want to get a hold of me for the time being hit me up on Facebook this is so crazy <laughs> To which I responded, OMG. Julie <laughs> <laughs> had been panicking, crying. Yeah. Like <laughs> this yeah. man played me. I've of been course. Him and he thrown
1: threw me away. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like the end of the world, not hearing back. Absolutely. Um, so oh. the rest
3: the rest of this conversation is. So there were a couple lines that I didn't include because they were boring, but I just tried. I'm clearly playing it cool. I'm like, well, if you want to hang out, like, I guess we can set up another hangout or whatever as if I hadn't just been, like, <laughs> losing it. And then finally, <laughs> at the end of the conversation is where we revealed to each other that both of us had thought the other one was was Ghosting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. And according to Danny, he had gone to the annoyance and (laughs) when he realized that something was wrong with his phone, he went to the annoyance and started telling all of his friends, like, text me, send me a text message (laughs) to see if he would get it. And then he would text them and they didn't get it. And so that was how he discovered that something was wrong with his phone.
1: So it was also, he was doing the same thing though, where he was also like, oh my God, the world is over. I'm freaking out. Elise isn't texting me. Yes. He had gone to the annoyance and had been sitting in the green
3: room uh, in the back and had been telling them like, I don't know. We were supposed to meet up last night. She disappeared. She hasn't answered me all day. I've been texting her. And then Someone must have said something to him or I can't remember exactly how it was like maybe there's something wrong with your insane flip phone from 2005
1: Right, right. this phone that you're doing is a bit like this yeah. your bit phone
0: <laughs> this yeah, maybe this has con-
3: this isn't just cute it has consequences when you <laughs> right. don't have the right technology <laughs> <laughs> Um but that it I really uh I really thought that he had, uh, ghosted me for that full 24 hours. And it was,
1: I love hot. this. Can I read this? Yes. So, the like, when I went to the theater, I was like, has anyone been go- getting my text? Right? This is Danny. And everyone was like, no, nothing. Then I had them text me and nothing. I told them, I thought you were ghosting me JK. And then you are long ha ha ha. A very long ha ha ha. Well, I absolutely did tell Steakhouse. I thought you were ghosting me. So I'll have to update the group me. <laughs> Danny, please do. I mean, I was freaking out all day. Everyone was shocked, at least. Oh, mg, me too. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: yeah, he, we have both been sending each other. It, it, this next thing he says was, I mean, I texted you last night about meeting up, and then this morning being like, "Yo, I missed you last night," and when uh? you didn't get back, I was like, "Fuck." Which are the exact same messages I had sent to him, being like,
1: "Hey, I don't know where you are," and like, "Hey, missed you." <laughs> This is so cute and hor, yeah, so sweet. And also, I mean, like I'm sure horrible at the time. I c- horrible at the time, atrocious. Yeah, because yeah, we had like really had some really nice
3: dates at this point, and it was just one of those relationships where you were we were like off to the races as soon mm-hmm. as it started. It was like, oh, okay, this is gonna be like a full on relationship, and we're in love, and that's what's happening. So it felt like. It, it would have been insane if he had been ghosting me. Like, it yeah. would have actually been an earth shatteringly crazy thing. And it makes much more sense for his phone to have been broken.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Based on his flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But
3: it, it was a scary 24 hours, man.
1: So scary. Truly so scary. And then,
3: so when did you move in together? We moved in together about a year into the relationship. Okay. Um so yeah, a, maybe a, a couple months shy of a year actually because we probably it was probably like May of 2017 and we got together July of 2016. Um That feels and, pretty
1: serious to move in so quickly. Yeah, again, it was like
3: we were just really serious really fast, mm-hmm. which it's something that I tend to do. I'm just like a serial monogamist in general, but I had never moved in with someone mm-hmm. before. But we just kind of had the feeling like that this was it. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we we moved into our apartment that was a very cute apartment from the time, but we did have to flee. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so the one you just left is the one that you moved into. That was our first place, and this is our second place where we've got second place second bedroom mm-hmm. so- <laughs> guest room big upgrade adult yes. thing yes indeed um and then we got engaged last august which feels like ages ago now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a whole other lifetime yeah we were in central park there was a crowd of people it was- oh yeah so, actually, did- in this conversation, after this is done, we mm-hmm. make plans to go to Central Park, which was a really nice date that we went on, which is why Danny proposed to me there. Oh, because we went on a nice date in the boats. <gasps> oh. Did he propose in the boats? He didn't propose on the boats, he proposed in a little, um, there's like, he proposed in the area around the boats in kind of a little secluded nook area, cute. which was very cute. And actually, when we had gone on the date on the boats, we had rowed over to a secluded area and he mm-hmm. was like telling me about his life and I was learning his life story. And then I looked over into the bushes and I saw, I saw um, this dude getting a blowjob. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like and, and, apart. and so I was like Danny we have to row away and so like, row us away and so when he was I knew that he was going to propose at the time because there were just many clues and we had
1: picked out a ring And all okay thing. so you, yeah I think picking out a ring together feels like a pretty good clue that's a big yeah. clue so, but he walked me past the place
3: where we saw the guy giving the blowjob and I <laughs> thought that maybe he was going to do it there. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he did like a fun little psych out. Right, yeah. So yeah. A- to the place where we saw a guy giving a blowjob. Getting, a- actually it was, I think that it, I wasn't sure actually the gender makeup of the two people. I know a man wow. was receiving them, and then I don't know who the other person was. Mm-hmm. But we were adjacent to that spot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not in the actual spot.
3: Not in the actual spot. We picked a new spot, but that spot was nearby.
2: Proposing to you? Yeah, the space is already sacred to someone else.
1: Yeah, that's already someone else's spot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And proposing to you in, like, blowjob point would be the same as having that flip phone. And we all know (laughs) a problem.
3: (laughs) i be like, oh, it's actually really funny what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's really funny. I liked it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's but very sweet. Yeah. That's so cute. Did anyone, um, was anyone hiding to photograph it or anything? Or was it just the two of you? So the proposal was just the two of
3: us. And then he, we walked over to a different part of Central Park and a couple friends were there, which was, because I had told him I'm not a public proposal flash mob person mm-hmm. um so I w- I didn't want some kind of like big display where people right. are being like oh, <laughs> there look at them over there right? right I don't need my family members dancing I right no wanted... no choreography needed for your proposal absolutely please. none <laughs> I wanted zero choreo for my proposal <laughs>
1: But it's cute that you got to celebrate afterwards.
3: That's yeah, we night. went over to the boathouse and had like a ridiculously expensive bottle of champagne. Yes. Hell yeah.
1: And that's your right. That is. That is your right. I love that. What a cute proposal. I'm just yeah, like... I I, I'm thinking I kind of like... I like that quiet proposal, personal proposal, and then celebration afterwards. I yeah. have been... My improv team in college, we had a member propose to his girlfriend, who was also on the team, uh, at a show in Uh, front of yeah, in front of like two hundred students who were our audience as a part of like a game that we used to play. I was on a short form improv team in college. If you can, yeah, if you can. What was your calls? in Providence, because we were in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh-huh. Rubber chickens, baby, because oh. University of Delaware. Adorable. Rubber chickens. Adorable, love it. We Courtney, did some long form. Best. Okay, we did a we little would bit do, of long we form. We would do one Harold a show. We did <laughs> a little bit of long form, and we had no idea what we were doing, and it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, we taught it to ourselves. Um, <laughs> and it was not good. <laughs> and it was not good. Um, the short form was actually great. The show was better. (laughs) Literally same, same, same story. But this, Shabukus proposed to Madeline in a game that we would play at the end of our game, like the end of our shows. That was like a rhyming game. And we, the team, all lost on purpose so that they could be the last two left and then he could propose to her. And then like, it was very cute. She Mm -hmm. like was still mining a pumpkin doing like, you know, like good mime work, object work, when, and then said, yes, and as her answer. And then, of course, and then that relationship is also, of course, cursed, like that (laughs) engagement lasted. (laughs) It didn't even last past the summer after oh. we all graduated, <laughs> so. Did they get married, or? No, they just oh. broke off their engagement, which is, I think, better. That is that is better. We prefer that. That is better, let's not bring the legally
3: binding documents into it.
1: Yeah, let's not get the government involved. I in the, just in started 90 Day Fiance. Oh, you did? I it's just, so fun.
0: I had never, I. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan.
3: It's emotionally I'm having a hard time because I can't tell what I want for these people.
1: <laughs> like, right. And like, do I support these relationships? It's really, it's just, it's kind of ugly the entertainment that we're getting from it. It's like all yeah. we're doing is like watching, being like, oh thank God, that's not my life. Like, are all my the
3: seasons always a woman coming to visit a man? No. Okay, because the first season, it's all just foreign women who are, like, 20 coming to meet men in their 30s. And so that element
1: is... We flipped that, babe.
3: Okay. Okay, great. That gets flipped. <laughs> I'm, excited to see, I'm excited to see that get flipped because right now there's, like, this Mormon guy who's got this t- beautiful 20-year-old Brazilian girl. And I'm like, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like eh. I don't know. I think that he likes that she doesn't know how to use the grocery store. And- <laughs> <laughs> I think he likes that she can't like
1: operate without him here. This is not good. Yeah, I don't wa- I don't know how those work out. I feel like a lot of the time they break up, right? Eventually, they must. I haven't oh, gotten. They must. Do
2: before. we know? What happened with like Big Ed?
1: I don't. I don't know. I haven't met him.
2: I don't uh, know. You know. Tell Big us Ed. about
1: him. I I need to remember him. Big Ed is the. Uh, oh yeah, the, uh, I do remember him.
2: No neck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes.
1: I just googled Big Ed, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know who Big Ed is. <laughs> and <it's like> his,
2: <laughs> yeah. He is uh, like Rose Marie He
1: broke you? up with Rosemary Vera in yes. June 2020.
2: And, and she is the reaction queen. Like, he would say, like, really horrible things. And she wouldn't say anything, but it would be all in her face. It would just be great. I loved it.
1: That's um, like a comedic actress.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, like, when Ed met her dad, um, Ed was like, is it weird that I'm older than you? And He's older like, than her dad? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, it's weird now that you're bringing it up, bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, we, we didn't need to know. Right now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: we never yeah. had to think about that. We never had to think about it at all. Yeah, right now,
3: um, it's all just, like, very, very beautiful women coming to meet these, like, dumpy-ass dudes in the Midwest, and it's really freaking me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they There's more variety, but it's, yep. you know, same story usually. Yeah. Like, you know, someone is coming for the green card. yeah.
3: Yeah, I've got a couple who I'm like I think this might be a real relationship and a couple where I'm like there's no Paula does not want to be in
1: Oklahoma <laughs> is what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> Paula is not staying in Oklahoma. So
1: Oh man. It's it's kind of, it's nice. That actually makes me think it's nice that you and Danny both came from like entertainment like comedy background. And have that in common. I've seen that yeah. not work sometimes, but it's very nice. <laughs> but I think it's really yeah, nice. I feel it like works. when it doesn't work, it's
3: horrible. It's yeah. Definitely dated within the community in ways that were toxic and bad. <laughs> but but um, what's interesting is I feel like honestly just the difference of Danny having come up in Chicago and like mm-hmm. got, coming up through a different set of institutions that were meaningful to him, and then coming here and already kind of having his career established and me kind of being at a like more established place myself and also having already come up through the theaters I was gonna come up through and stuff I feel like um it never felt like competitive between the two of us that's great and we both had like a healthy separation from what the other one was doing Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're like uh, you know, when I first got to New York, and I would be dating like other guys who were going through UCB at the same time, we would like not get it like, like I'd get into a class and they wouldn't, and it would be like, right, there would be issues, right? Like, that would be oh, a you're getting booked on all these shows and I'm not, and da da da, and it was like, yeah, yeah, we were competing for the same things,
1: and it didn't work out correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely part yeah. of that. Pro- that can be a problem, huge, yeah. huge problem. But. Yeah.
3: That's and so nice. some some guys aren't good at handling that.
1: No, no. Some, some guys know. are bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it I makes them understand. feel really sad. <laughs> yeah, some women are bad too. But I have to say, <laughs> some most straight men are worse.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry say.
3: <laughs> and um, that's the thing too. When I met Danny, is like. I had had my one, like, really bad, like, fuck-boy relationship. And Mm. then I had my, like, just lukewarm rebound from fuck-boy relationship. Yeah. Just, like, I just need to date someone again that, like, likes me and the balance of power is, like, shifted back in my favor. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then by the time I – by the time, like, I had ended that relationship, I felt like I was ready for – a real relationship that I cared about but that was also like based in respect <laughs> right yeah,
1: yeah that's important mm-hmm. it's essential yes yeah I think so. I'd say essential although it is also important to date someone who is atrocious and a fuckboy and horrible so that you then learn never to do it again well, or to do it to. two or three more times and then never do it again. Yeah. That's
2: <laughs> the
3: theory, you sure. have to get uh, you have to get a couple of those experiences in and then you have to have one that just absolutely destroys your life. <laughs> 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 <a year. laughs> oh no. <laughs> you know, just like every waking moment you're thinking about whatever that situation is. You have to have one of those to learn Right. That's fully
1: encompassing that. and stressful.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I am crying every day. Why <laughs> yeah.
2: your friends are like fully tired of hearing about yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah Yeah, yeah, you have to get like I this relationship I got to a place where my friends like started just like leaving conversations where I would talk about it They were just like we don't like him. Yeah, we don't like him.
2: Yeah, so no, stop yeah.
3: going over to his house <laughs> and you're like But sex I know but exactly. who else? I know I could stop going over to his house, but I could also keep doing the same yeah, thing.
2: Right. <laughs> Hear yeah.
3: me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to stop yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Oh yeah. We've all been there. Um, and okay. So you sent this picture, <laughs> which this I feel really like wanna... is a picture of a chair that has been there. that's it's definitely been there Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, so I
1: need some context (laughs) we're looking yeah (laughs) and I will post this on Instagram for the listeners it's
3: an important it's an important image to see so the context of this is that um at the time when Danny and I started dating I was living in this apartment that I had lived in for going on like two and would eventually live for like three years in this apartment with my friend Ian. Uh, a girl named Annetta, who I knew from work, and then sort of a rotating cast of characters who would live in this very small room that had no window in the Um. interior of the apartment.
1: Okay, so subletting to a third person. Yes.
3: So there were three of us on the first floor, including that tiny room, and then Ian had the entire basement. Okay. Uh, And this apartment was like a nightmare for so many reasons with like repairs and vermin, like just every horrible thing that can happen in a New York apartment. But we also had to con- constantly be renting out this room because it was priced so that this room would be rented out. None of us could take the rent increase of not renting it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyone who anyone who wanted to live there was a lunatic. And that okay. will bring us to uh, the story that I'm about to
1: tell you about next okay. chair. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah I mean it's not really a sane person who wants a room without windows yeah
3: and then you don't any, need
1: sunlight
3: any sane person who moved in would leave within like two or three months because they were yeah. like I can't stay and they were like I, it would just be a person who was like in between places needed to settle in the city and they're like I'm out of here I found a place with my friend mm-hmm. so anytime we had anyone who we would want to stay for any amount of time they were out of there and anytime we had someone who wanted to stay, we would have to remove them oh no. <laughs> or try to get them to leave or hope that they would leave because they were crazy. Yeah. So the photo that I sent you comes from the one person who we did actually kick out of the apartment. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: and
3: this was all happening right around the time that I was getting to know Danny and Aww. Danny was coming around. So he, okay. I'm meeting this new guy in the backdrop of we got this new roommate to come in and right off the bat, we like didn't vet her properly. And it was just, it was just bad vibes. A lot of weird, a lot of weird stuff. Um, Like kind of like a pathological liar type person. Like one of those people who would lie to you about stuff that it's just, you can't tell why they would lie about it. Um, What kinds of things? So, I spent a lot of time in the house with her because both of us had like odd working hours. I was mm-hmm. nannying at that time, so I picked up kids in the afternoon. And she was always like going on about how much she loves to clean. And so one day she came to my room and she knocked on the door and she was like, can you guys, do you know where the broom is? I just love cleaning and I love sweeping and I need the broom. Mm-hmm. And it was in the broom closet. So I was like.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> the closet that has its name.
3: Yeah, it's in the broom yeah. closet. And then she's like, amazing, great. And she takes it and I watch her like walk around the apartment and then she goes into her room and then she came back out and she doesn't sweep like anything. And she just kind of, puts it away and it was kind of like this weird display just to show me that she was like thinking about sweeping. Anyway, that was like the first weird thing that she did. That she
1: said. <laughs> I was like, using kind of it like, as a prop. I'm so confused. <laughs> um,
0: it was like very weird. I'm and like, that was the first oh, day yeah. that I was
3: like, I think something is going on with this girl. Like I can't tell what's happening. Then she wrote a play called Vampire Sex that she was constantly trying to get me to read.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I was just thinking like to to have a broom and like not actually sweep is a very play thing to do. Yes,
3: it seemed yeah. like she was like trying to bide time in the background of a scene or something. It's very <laughs> weird. <laughs>
1: um She's so like then a she... supporting character in yeah. the play. That's so
3: funny. <laughs> Um, she was extremely messy, uh, was coming home, like, really messy, drunk, and, like, would, like, bang things around and all of this stuff. It was just, like, kind of a lot of little things, but then the very weird thing that happened was we had a party, and we had all gone out to get stuff for the party, and we had asked her to bring in, it was, like, a large trash can. We had bought, like, a big trash can. It had tiki torches in it because we had a backyard. And we asked her to bring it inside, and I guess she just—this is the mystery—is that she just didn't. Okay. and then the next day, all the stuff was gone, and we were like, "Leah, what happened? Oh, can you believe her?" Name?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Please <laughs> <laughs> believe
2: her.
1: Name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to dox her, don't
3: worry. <laughs> we'll <laughs> <leave her. laughs> uh, We were like, hey, what happened to the stuff? And she got really weird. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know. I brought it in, so I don't know. And then she took me and my other female roommate aside, and she was like, Ian stole the stuff. <laughs> uh, and I was like, what? And she was like, I've just, she's like, I've had bad roommates in the past, and I've had to go to court with my roommates in the past, and so no. I'm like, never- oh. And, like, he stole the stuff. And I was, like, well, <laughs> no. if he stole the stuff, then we'd have it for the party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Ian wants to use it for the parties. Yeah, so. I
3: was, like, why would he steal it? And why wouldn't we – why wouldn't he want to use it for the party? And, like, we all paid for it. So why would – it, like, didn't make any sense. And it was just so, like – it freaked me out so much because it was such a weird thing for her to pull us aside and lie about and also say and like the stuff about like taking roommates to court it it just like wow. I, it just freaked <laughs> me out
1: I was like I was like oh no the bitch is crazy like she's very dramatic this woman has an eye and ear for drama for so sure. between that and a lot of other things we, we had agreed to have her sublet the room for three months and we told her hey
3: I don't think we're going to extend your sub. okay She was not happy. She got very, very upset. She freaked out. She was like, please let me stay for 60 days. Because we had said, like, you can stay for 30 days. Mm -hmm. Please let me stay for 60. None of us had ever kicked anyone out before. And we were all, like, kind of beside ourselves doing it anyway. I wasn't even there for the conversation because I was like, I'm going to throw up. I can't even. (laughs) 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 So we were like, okay, yeah, you can stay for 60 days. Cut to... This is when I start meeting Danny. She's basically this demon in the background of our apartment for the 60 days. She won't talk to us. She storms around like every day she slams every door. If you address her, she'll just go, "Huh?" And like <laughs> walk away.
2: Okay, I, I know that we're supposed to like hate her, but I'm fully like obsessed with her at this point. Think, like, she, she's honestly I'm iconic, and if I
3: hadn't lived with her, I would be on her side as well. But like she yeah. did have to go from the apartment. So Danny was like, I, was, he was meeting me and he was like, who is your other roommate? And I was like, it's really hard to explain. <laughs> um, I think she's a playwright. I don't really know. Anyway, she's moving out. Okay. So then, the day of this photograph, uh, again, I, me and her end up in the house often because my other roommates wake up early to go to work. They have like regular nine to five jobs. I wake up to a text message in the group, the roommate thread from Ian that is this photo, which I sent you, which is a, uh, a chair from our living room. It's a white sort of plastic bucket chair that clearly has <laughs> urine in it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, It's a
1: a little puddle of pee, for sure. A
3: controlled puddle? Like, like a really deliberate (laughs) puddle of pee that's in this chair. So, the text from Ian says, like, something to the effect of, like, hey, (laughs) y'all. Ian's from Georgia. Like, hey, y'all, I don't know what this is, (laughs) But something's up with the chair, like, uh, I'm pretty upset about it. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Then, because he gets up earliest. Then there's, from my roommate, Annetta, who got up second earliest, she's like, hey guys, yeah, I also investigated the chair, um, I'm pretty upset. I definitely think that, I definitely think it's pee in the chair, like, I don't know
1: what we do about it. And at this point, no one's cleaned it. It's just been like,
3: (laughs) Everyone's In just come chair. out of the room and then looked at it and been like, yep, it's P, and then kind of <laughs> returned to there. Okay. So I wake up and I see this and I'm like, okay, I guess it's my turn to,
1: <laughs> <That's trying> to <laughs> send
3: the I'm disappointed text. <laughs> so I go out and I see it and I see exactly what is in the photo, and I start, like, looking around, like, at the ceiling to see if there was, like, a leak, or, I'm, like, looking around to see if there's liquid on the table that could have dripped onto the chair. I do, like, my due diligence. I try to do a real investigation to try to find any other explanation of what this could be, and then I, too, am, like, it's pee in the chair, so. (laughs) Oh, no. So, So, I'm investigating, and then I can hear... Roommate in her little room rustling around and I realized that she has woken up in there. And so I'm like, oh, no So I run back into my room And I text in the thread and I'm like, all right, you know what someone's gonna have to pop this off So I'm gonna do it. So I said like, you know, I don't know uh, I don't know what's going on with the chair, but I think uh, I think the person who hasn't said anything yet is the person who knows." (laughs) So I send that yeah. and I'm kind of like, I feel like even though I couldn't hear her receive the message, like I could hear it mm-hmm. and then like the activity in her room heightens like a lot. Yes. And I start hearing like a lot of wrestling. and then I hear her come out of the room and she kind of runs out of the room and she slams her door and then she slams our front door and she exits the apartment entirely and I hear her like do all this. Okay. And and then we get a text that's um, a, a gif of a man walking with no pants <laughs> from her. And then, and then she says, I don't appreciate Elise's aggressive accusations while I am at work. <laughs> okay. Lady, I just heard you leave the apartment. Okay.
2: Oh, I love her. Oh, my God. <laughs> you
1: know, Andrew, you're truly fully obsessed right now. <laughs> 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 um so
3: then um eventually my roommate Anetta did clean the chair. Okay. That's she's an brave Anetta. And, she's, she's, and she's a social worker and she's basically a doctor, and that's why she ultimately did do that. Mm-hmm. Um we did, did not take see her doctor. again for another week and a half. The roommate, she's just gone. Did she gone? bring anything with her when she left? Oh I, I have no idea because I, <laughs> I hid have- in my room so I don't know if she had a knapsack. I do kind of like to imagine she had a little bindle and she was That's like right.
2: <laughs> tied to a stick maybe. Yeah. Um.
3: We yes. did not see her again until she returned to move out <laughs> oh with God. no less than 20 of her friends.
2: <laughs> oh and I think that
3: it God. was so that none of us would say anything to her. Right. So you wouldn't be like bitch you peed in our chair. Yeah so we wouldn't be like hey what happened with the chair why did you do that
2: wait and what wait i don't know if you explained this earlier but what kind of chair was it
3: so it's like a set of four plastic ikea like stackable chairs
2: okay i don't okay i'm sorry <laughs> if it's a plastic chair that's an easy clean I don't, so it's
1: okay I, that she peed in it <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> yeah because I i'm not saying that dad. we
1: threw the
3: chair out I'm just saying that we wanted answers.
2: <laughs> right. Right, of course.
3: We I mean, did we bleached the chair. The chair was ultimately did go back into circulation in the house. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Um but I mean there were qu- we had questions about I what guess. had taken place about- because it really it didn't it seemed extremely controlled because it was a small amount and there was no puddle anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it was purposeful
1: like she poured pee maybe a
2: poor pee no way no i don't i I think she just i don't know she just peed herself in the chair
0: (laughs) Ah,
3: that's another thing that we've thought because she did she would come home sometimes just like very sloppy which hey it's happened who hasn't you know. Yeah. But she would like leave shoes in random parts of the apartment and stuff and so we were like maybe she doesn't know. Yeah?
2: Yeah.
0: But
3: it didn't seem like a drunk pee because there was so it was such a small amount of pee. And when right. I have a drunk pee it's like that's so much pee. I agree. So that's, the amount is what makes me feel that it was purposeful. And and
2: there was no like drippage, like leading Mm. to the bathroom. Perfectly
1: contained to the base of the chair. Right. And if she had peed on the chair, there probably would also be spillage on the floor. Yeah. I think.
2: But I, wait, so you're, you're thinking that she contained the pee in a container and then poured that container onto the chair, potentially?
3: Yes, or... Oh my god, this is so nasty. Or just, like, did, like, a tiny squirt on the chair.
2: No, that's what I'm thinking.
3: Like, okay. I think that maybe she did a... Con- she purposefully peed a controlled amount. Right, only I mean, a little bit. There.
1: Not, and, like, a drunken release. Like yeah. A-
3: she exercised her, like, kegel muscles and did, like, a small amount of pee. I mean... Or I mean she did make a big mess and she thought she had cleaned it up but she left the puddle in the chair.
2: Right? What am, we wait, just
3: it, want it, answers. I know.
2: I don't know. I, I don't know because I'm like, I am fully siding with her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean,
1: her. the hero of the story. Yeah. <laughs> in, many, in many ways, she is iconic. She just, guess yeah. what she wants. She
3: doesn't,
2: I love her. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, we
1: wronged her
2: and, and so we I,
3: had to pay retribution had to be made and she did it. And honestly, I felt like it was an eye for an eye. Like it was evil. Like we kicked her out of the apartment, but she like weird, like really weirded us out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and she actually left a mark, potentially.
2: I don't know, like, I mean like, is it possible at all that she really did not pee in the chair and she was just fully pissed off that you guys were accusing her of peeing in the chair?
3: I suppose, you know, I have obviously considered this, but to me, the abrupt nature in which she exited yeah. immediately upon being- No, but a- I, I
2: feel like, sorry to interrupt. However, <laughs> I feel like if, if, if my roommates had <laughs> inadvertently accused me of peeing in the communal chair, I would also be like, fuck this. I did not pee in your chair. I'm leaving for- however many days and coming back with 20 friends
3: she did show up hardcore with friends to be like you guys don't like me but all of these
1: people like
3: me <laughs> and I have a crew and they're gonna help me move my two items
1: <laughs> right yeah. the few things I kept in my tiny room. in my tiny room, room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cause the bed that we had in there was a loft bed that came with the room so she had <laughs> zero furniture that needed to be moved you know what honestly maybe she didn't pee in the chair but then i want to know what happened to the chair yeah then how did that get there what because i really did do an investigation and i will say that of these people that i lived with only one had proven time and time again to be untruthful right there's only
1: one also who had lied about cleaning had said that she loves to clean and she only she brought a broom around.
3: around. What is she doing? Yeah. She's,
1: cleaning. she's actually very messy. Right. And she's
3: in the broom and she's moving it all around the apartment, but she's not cleaning with it.
1: What and- a twist. It would have been if it were Ian or Annette though.
3: I I mean, that would be so crazy. if like at, on Ian's deathbed. He's like, I did it. <laughs> it was me. <mean. laughs> <laughs> I did it. And then I just popped the thread off for no reason. We'd already kicked her out of the apartment. There's no reason to do it. <laughs> or it was you and you just don't remember I just (laughs) I've never peed that controlled amount
1: I know I don't think it was you I just have to say I I'm being Daniel Craig and knives out right now Mm -hmm. and I need to assess all of the different suspects potentially I mean
3: I guess you know maybe we're overlooking Anetta, but I just it doesn't seem in her nature
1: and she cleaned it Ultimately, ultimately, she's, she's the, the one, one who cleaned it. it,
3: but maybe she who peened it cleaned
0: cleaned it. it.
1: <laughs> I don't
3: know. This is a fun mystery. Is, it is still a mystery, and while there Different. is a, a a main suspect, we really will never know.
1: We'll never know. And what happened to those chairs? Does anyone own them anymore?
3: The chairs are gone. The chairs. Um, we put them out on the curb. Someone took them. Someone took them, doesn't even know the history.
1: Wow. And he'll never know how <laughs> meaningful <laughs> that chair was. <laughs> and never, oh. never. Oh, my God. I – wow. I love this episode, Elise. This has been <laughs> so <laughs> fun. We've yeah. been, been all so over fun. the place. <laughs> Truly. We've been everywhere. And I'm like, I'm going to be thinking about this, you know, the rest of my life. Yeah. Possibly. If You're anyone, right. if anyone has
3: uh, has a, any leads in the case, maybe someone, your friend has said one time I broke into a, an apartment in Bushwick and I peed a little <laughs> bit in a chair just to see what I would leave behind.
2: Yeah, Wait, let important. us know. How are you sure that it's pee?
1: Oh
3: yeah, did you smell it? That's I. Sorry, I that's an awful question. Did anyone smell, smell it? it? I did not smell it. Ian and Annetta said that they smelled it. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say that I think that there's like a human biological reaction that you have when you see urine and you kind of do know that it is urine. It really couldn't – it didn't make look like any other substance that made sense.
1: The color is the right color. I need to – Pour yeah. this to you, Andrew. So you and there, see there was it. no
3: like mountain dew in the house or anything of that nature. To, like... Just pour. Yeah, I think you really need to see the photo and you you too when you see it will be like, it's pee. Wait, yeah.
2: you send it to me. I'm so curious. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: send. Um, well, uh, this was a delight. This was wonderful. This was wonderful. Elise, our listeners should follow you. How oh, do you. they do that?
3: How do they do that? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Pandalise. That's P-A-N-D-A-L-I-S-E. And on Twitter at Elise Navidad, which is A-L-I-S-E, my name, and Navidad. I don't have the same handle on both. I just... That's okay. to
1: do it. You're creative. <laughs> and you're not changing it's it. It's okay. All if fine. people want to find me, they can find me. Yeah, they'll find you on both. Andrew, I just sent it to you. I, I it wait. took me a second to send it because I was looking into, I, my main option was make it my desktop Uh-oh. photo. Can you imagine if it was my <laughs> <Don't laughs> background yeah.
2: Um, oh my God. Wait, wait. So wait, you're telling, this is plastic? This seems yeah. like it'd be hard to get out. No, it's a, it's
3: like, um, it's like a hard plastic, almost like Lego type material Uh-oh, chair. Oh,
2: interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's definitely pee sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, there's like a little like uh, sprinkle like surrounding it, which yeah. makes it,
3: yeah, you can fun. see a little like, yeah. once you look at it, it's kind of hard not to see the it's, pee
2: it's pee you know? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but i i i'm I'm a firm believer that it wasn't her. I'm not <laughs> I'm not believing that.
1: justice for Lisa's roommate okay yeah (laughs) i got i've got i've got a lot of
3: thinking to do
2: it was (laughs) she was accused unjustly no
3: (laughs) i will say that there's no we the the case it's a cold case and it hasn't been solved and just because there's there's a suspect who looks suspicious does not mean that that is what happened
2: (laughs) i i i don't know i feel like you said like ian and annette they, they, they initially smelt it. Uh, I think that they, they might've been like tag teaming this entire situation. <laughs> but to what end? I, I don't know. No one knows their truth, you know? But um, I guess, I don't because know. I'll I guess I'll
3: have to look back and see, like, like maybe I, I go back in, in, in my mind and realize like there are all these clues that I didn't pick up on that they were doing this. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, oh. Ian had a whole basement to himself.
3: It is true. He could have been coming up with anything down there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what he was doing.
3: But he had his anyway. own bathroom I'll down
1: there.
2: Here.
3: Why would he come I'll... up and pee on our
1: chair?
2: You just don't know. We just
1: don't know. <laughs> 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 we just don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you, everyone who's listening. <laughs> 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 oh, we love you. Um, this has been Receipts. I'm Jenny. and As always, with my producer.
2: Oh, it's been so much fun. I love this episode. I will be thinking (laughs) about this for so long.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.